we're going to be chatting uh, uh, to one of the designers at the event, uh, Craig Jacobs. Uh, uh, Craig, you are going to be showing at the Lexus South African Menswear Week. And uh, when I was chatting with Kaketso uh, and talking about the fact that I was going to be talking to you, he said, oh, I wish I could have him on my phone and just call him up. Do a lot of people want to just have you on speed dial? <laughs> I think some people do. Um, I don't know why, but I've heard that some people would like me on speed dial. <laughs> Is that when you know you've made it? Um. Maybe, I suppose. <laughs> I was going to say something, though, Lindsay. I was yeah. listening to um, what you were talking about earlier with Simon. Yeah. And I think one of your callers, your listeners, was talking about clothes and make it the man. Yes. And I think the thing about clothes is clothes are the opportunity for us to reflect our personality um, in a very effective way. And, and that's that's what we do. Every day when we wake up in the morning, we can choose how what an image we want to project to the rest of the world by selecting the clothes we wear. And that's what the power of it is. Um, and, yeah. and, and you have a mantra to your clothing line, uh, Fundanzi. Am I saying it right? It's Funduzzi. Yeah, you see, I, I, I just, I intuitively knew I was messing it up. Tell us about your mantra. Um, I would say, uh, look, when I started my clothing label, I wanted to do something that makes a difference. So um, our mantra is clothing with a conscience. Um, so in some small way, you can make a difference to the planet. You can make a difference to the environment as well as looking good. And that's what I wanted to try and achieve with my clothing label. So we try to incorporate as much local as possible, um, try to reflect Africa in a way that's modern and contemporary and yeah, as be as much environmentally conscious as we can. So is that about how you source textiles and how you uh, recycle all Correct. this new turn upcycle yeah. materials? Exactly. So we try and use as um, produce as little waste as possible. So we do try and um, upcycle um, the offcuts in fabrics. Um, I try to source as much local as possible and ideally as um, sustainable as possible as well. And obviously it's produced locally, so the carbon footprint from manufacture to store is a lot lower than like your Spanish fast fashion retailer, which has traveled like thousands of kilometers to get here and then ends up becoming landfill in a season. Mm. Now, you're also sounding very calm. What is it about you people? Don't you know you've got a big show tomorrow? <laughs> you know, I have this yeah, image of I, working through the night. You know, am I wrong in that? <laughs> look, I, I, look I, I must admit, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit calm, but I mean, I'm also a little bit stressed because I am opening um, FMN's week tomorrow. Um, we had our fitting today. Yes. And obviously, I mean, that gives you like, because you, you do design in a vacuum and you produce samples, but until you see it on the human body and see it all together, then you kind of think, oh, I think it works now. Or hopefully it does work now. So, I mean, a lot of the work has been put already. You know, we've already done that. So now it's just the finishing touches and making sure it all comes together tomorrow. Now, Simon mentioned that a lot. there seem to be trends in the models and this year they seem to have the surfer brew yes. look. Does the surfer brew work with your with your with uh, what you're showcasing tomorrow? Does it what? Sorry, say that again. The, the last... surfer brew look. Does it work oh. with, with, with your range? You know? um, I, I wouldn't say the Fuditi man is not really a surfer dude. Um, 
Um, although Serpentus are quite conscious about the environment, that sort of thing. Um, he's an urban warrior. Um, that's the kind of guy that works with my clothing labels. So he's quite a strong, assertive, undeniably proudly African individual. Now, you've, you've earned the right to have people want to have you on speed dial. Um, and and y- your name is well known and, and your label is available in so many stores, not only in South Africa, but around the world. How does that feel? I think I'm blessed, you know. Um, I think that's really how I feel about it. Um, If I'm giving people an opportunity to wear something that's local and South African, feel proud about it, I feel blessed to be given that opportunity. That's it in a nutshell for me. What's the weirdest thing that people have said to you? Uh, Is it it about getting freebies? Uh, Is it about um, uh, asking you to critique their fashion? You know, I wouldn't say it's weird, but it's kind of a little bit, um, how would I say, I wouldn't say uncomfortable, but it is pretty much a lot of people automatically assume because you're a fashion designer that you can help them from their style. And they they will say to me, oh, um, I'm sure you're analyzing what I'm wearing. Or like kind of, what, what do you think I can do to to do this and that? And And for me, I always say like, you've got to internalize things. You've got to think about... Um, what suits your body, um, what makes you feel comfortable, and you start with that as a base. Because if you start looking at things and thinking, oh my God, that's the most trendiest thing at the moment, I have to incorporate that in my wardrobe, it's not going to work because you have to feel comfortable with it. Yeah, Because um, you, you, if you don't feel comfortable wearing something, the rest of the world can see that you don't feel comfortable. So, so you wear your own stuff? I, I try to as much as possible. <laughs> Who else do you wear? Who's your favorite designer? Um, maybe oh, let's start in the show. In the show, let's 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 have you giving mm-hmm. a bit of love to another designer. Oh, you know, in in the menswear platform, it's SA Menswear Week or Lexus SA Menswear Week. Um, there's so many incredible designers from across the continent who I think are incredibly amazing. Um, one on, designer that on, yes, I yes. particularly like is um, there's a designer called Babatunde from Nigeria. He's got a label called Max Avive. Um, and look, it is a bit of a personal thing because what I'm doing at my show tomorrow as well is we've done a collaboration. So he's in Lagos in Nigeria and I'm in Johannesburg in South Africa and over the past few months between Skype and WhatsApp we've been working on a collection together. Um, I think it's really interesting the designers in West Africa have a completely different approach to things and the aesthetic is so different. It's very street but in a very like almost gritty way and I think I love what he does. Um, I I must admit I, I really like a lot of the designers from outside the continent, outside of the country I should say, because they are really reflecting Africa. Um, um, So, and I think that's really important because when we're producing clothing, we need to produce something that's unique and definable. Um, uh, We've moved on from a point where we need to try and replicate what the rest of the world does. Mm. Now, you said, you know, when, you know, you can, you can dictate your your style and you can reflect how you feel. When you're feeling... Fantastic. What do you wear? And when you're feeling down, what do you wear? <laughs> I think I wear the same thing. <laughs> but do you wear I'm, it differently? <laughs> I'm so boring. You know, okay. I wear a lot of black. 
So I wear black t-shirts, black shorts. That's for me. Dude, that um, is so boring. Really important. Yeah, so, I'm so boring. So you wear a whole lot of designer black, is what you're saying? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ideally, it's fundutsi, but sometimes it's not. Um, but yeah, yeah. And, and hopefully a lot of it is local as well. Yeah. So there's there's no moment when you've looked back on what you've worn and you said, I can see how I was feeling then. Because is there a different way you wear that black? Um, I don't know how to answer that. You know, I was going to think something else that you were going to ask. There's no, nothing that I look at in the past and think, why did I wear that, you know? Mm. Um so I'm not answering your question. I'm saying something completely different, Lindsay. I hope you don't mind. But we all make mistakes, right? And um, I was going through my drawers, and I found this picture of me wearing something at the JNB Met about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it, and I thought, oh, what was I thinking? Mm-hmm. And I think we all have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It was actually, I thought I was being so super cool. Mm-hmm. I wore a belt that had, like, Toyota on it. It was like kind of a, um, you know, one of those like number no, plates. No, I don't know. I've, I've never seen a belt with Toyota, Toyota on it. <laughs> yeah, and I and I look at it now and I think, look, it was made by a local designer, and I mean that's why I wore it. But I just look at the whole outfit now and my hair and everything, and I think, oh no, I wish I can erase that. Thank you that it was before Instagram. <laughs> well, I mean, now you could have a blowing up belt and be very trendy and very, well, very hip, very true. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but, yeah. But, but the maybe tr- not a Toyota, maybe a Ford. That <laughs> how, how, um, how do you think you've grown? I mean, that's exactly what you do. You look back 10 years ago and you, and, and you, and you say... What was I thinking? And and certainly, uh-huh. as you become more experienced and you've shown around the world, um, what do you think has your line become more um, simplistic, more sophisticated, more integral, more? How would you describe it? See, here's the thing with fashion. Um, the problem, actually, with fashion is you only as relevant as your last collection, and your last collection is shown six months. So you've got to reinvent yourself every six months. There's a lot of pressure in terms of doing that. In terms of growth, it's about understanding the zeitgeist of of where people are and trying to reflect it in a way that is uh, palpable and current but also for me, wearable. I think how I've grown as a designer is when I started, I was trying to produce things based on what were trends and not thinking about the end consumer. And what I've moved now is I've become increasingly focused on retail. I've like learned that we need to produce garments that people are gonna feel comfortable wearing. And I think that's also going back to a little bit about what you you and Simon were talking about, like about the entertainment of a fashion show. And I think in the South African landscape, what's unfortunately be happening is people turn to fashion shows as a form of entertainment, whereas they need to look at it as a actual strong, thriving industry. And in fact, in South Africa, um, 20 years ago, it was a really strong industry in a place like Cape Town that employed a whole mass of people. Um, but now, 
um, it's it's not doing that. And hopefully we're clawing back. And the only way we're going to be able to claw back is by producing clothes that people feel comfortable and love wearing. And so how I've grown is trying to incorporate that, to be aware of what works in retail um, and producing garments, which is a little bit of a challenge, but producing garments that are um, commercially viable, that um, are not priced out of the ballpark, that it doesn't um, make it accessible for most people to wear. Who is who is your target audience? Uh, because a lot of guys just have a set amount of clothes and they wear that until they're dead, literally. Well, do you know, this used to happen a while ago, but I think that um, I think social media has changed a lot of things in terms of guys. Um, if, if you're on like a platform like Instagram and you look at people and you see that guys are actually making more and more of an effort now, um, and also because of the immediacy of social media, you can't be seen to wear, like I do, the same black T-shirt and same black shorts in every picture because then people think you have no clothes. So I think, I mean, guys are now becoming more more aware of things. You can see that in the virgin grooming market globally, um, that guys are making more of an effort. So they are thinking about their clothing a lot more. And I think it's great that there's a whole range of different platforms where they can be able to do that. Like, for instance, um, last season in summer, um, one of the biggest online retailers, Spree, came to me and said, can you, they, they like bought into my range. And I think it was the first local designer that um, came on board to, to sell on Spree. And, and that's because there's a lot of South African men who are looking for options for, for local fashion. So the guy, he's, to answer your question about the guy, if I were to describe him, he's like kind of, he's an urban male. Um, he's on his, on his path to success. Um, and he wants to look that part, but he also wants to wear something that's undeniably African, but not in that traditional old school kind of way. Um, it's, it's modern and it's global. Yeah, because that's his outlook. And if you were to give people a, s- a sneak uh, a preview into your range that you, you uh-huh. say you're opening tomorrow, <laughs> how yes. would you describe it? Okay, the Just range as, yeah. tomorrow, it's, it's, it's kind of, um, in terms of menswear, um, I try to play with this um, feeling of Afro sports locks. Um, that's what I call it. So it's got a little bit of a sporty element to it. Um, but it's African. Um, we're also showing in quite an urban space. So um, there's a store in, in, in Cape Town called um, Merchants on Long, on Long Street. And it's known as Africa's first um, concept store. So in terms of that space, it's quite beautiful and, and, and natural and African. So the range is a little bit intuitive of that. There's a lot of African print, and I try to use a lot of like shwe shwe, which is very traditional to South African, unique to South Africa. But we've done it in a lot of kaleidoscope of different colors. Um, and then there's a few elements like kind of bomber jackets. Uh, and we're going to have to leave it there, Craig. Thank you very much for your time on Cape